Hola amigos and welcome back to the Wild Chase, our not-so-professional Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It's me, your fearless leader, Rio. Uh, it has been an interesting time lately, uh, but let's start with the obvious one. Happy Pride Month, everybody! Happy Pride! Jess, you, you, do, Best have, month of the year. you do have your mic set to push to talk, right? No, I, I'm just manually muting and unmuting myself in Discord this time because remember my headset was broke doing the clicky clacky, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, I know. Uh, I should have considered that before I hit record, but you know, hindsight 2020. Anywho, that's fine. Happy Pride, though. <laughs> anyway, uh, us us here uh, just wishing everyone a happy Pride. Uh, please enjoy yourself, but also please stay safe, everybody. Uh, and try to act responsibly during this this month of celebration. I say this as someone in the community and who has seen stupid shit, so take care of yourselves. Anywho, uh, onward with our normal announcements. Uh, of course, as we've been saying for the past uh, for the past couple of episodes, the conventions we have up and coming is we're going to be at Anime Houston and Anime Dallas, and we're going to be running our My Hero Academia event for, it's a tabletop event, please come down and join us, you get to make your own UA student as you go through our our story that we have set out, and we, we'd love to have everybody, or even if you just want to drop by and say hi, we would appreciate that as well, um, we're, we're good right now, nothing new? Uh, as of this moment, nothing new, I know we, I'm talking with Shannon about trying to get some more things set up. Okay. That's about it. Okay, good, good. Just keep me posted. Uh, I will. And carrying on from there, with which is a good enough transition, uh, just a mention of our partners and sponsors over at Animotion Plus. Uh, they are an anime goods store here in Waco, Texas. Of course, if you want to come to the physical location, and if you are not in Texas or can't make it to us, they also have uh, a website, an online store, where you can order stuff from them. They get a lot of their goods directly from Japan, so... Please check them out. The website will be in the description of the episode, and uh, we love working with them, and we we love that we love going to conventions with them. So, uh, without further ado, let's go into introducing our players. Hey everyone, I am Mal. I play Alexi Nepthis, the Human Bard. Hello everyone. This is your lovable Merc, and I will be playing Sensei, the Warforged Cleric. Hey guys, it's Jess. I play Masuru, our tabaxi bard, and this is my formal apology for missing the past few sessions. I am a piñata, and life is a blindfolded child at a birthday party. Hello, it is I, Shane. I am going to be playing as Tegan Volterian, the High Elf Eldritch Knight. Alrighty then, previously on the Wild Chase, um, Masuru was sent back to the cart to go ahead and watch their stuff. Uh, the, while, uh, while the, uh, while the, the rest of the party was, uh, dealing with the interrogation as well as looking around a bit, uh, they also managed to happen upon a small sprite that is, that seems to have been displaced by wild magic. They made a friend there, and that sprite is heading off to the Vale Forest. And uh, they they said that they would 
visit eventually. But in the meantime, once the uh, once the the cleric who the, the had survived had woken up, Tegan and Haven had interrogated him, and he revealed that he was hired by the Trace family to capture and report uh, signs of wild magic, whether it be creatures or anything else. And uh, the party uh, managed, or Alexi managed to kind of come up with a plan because they were going to be detouring into Halimar uh, in the morning to deal with the Trace family be- before that becomes a more serious problem. And the uh, they sent the cleric off with his life as long as he does what uh, Alexi requested that he do- that he he does in the city. In the meantime. Uh, they went back to the, they went back to the, the inn for the night, they enjoyed, uh, some drinks, had a little bit of conversation, and then they retired for the evening, and we're actually going to be picking up in the next morning. As Masuru has gotten the most sleep, uh, Masuru is the, the first one to wake up as the, the sun is rising. Uh, as I wake up, I'm just gonna, you know make sure I've got all my weapons and stuff on me should anything happen that I need it, and make my way back down into the inn and just grab some breakfast. Okay. As you as you stir and you, and you uh, crawl out from the, the pile of blankets, the, the room uh, was all you could really manage considering it was such a small inn and there wasn't a lot of room to begin with. Uh, the two beds are apparently occupied, one by Letty and uh, Ale- Alexi, Tegan, uh, coin toss. Which one of you took the other bed? Wait, say it one more. Uh, call it. Heads or tails? Shane. Tails. You said tails? Yes, sir. It is tails. Okay. Tegan took the other bed with much fuss and argument. Uh, Whereas uh, Letty and uh, Tegan got the beds, and of course Masuru simply made uh, himself comfortable in a pile of blankets, uh, since I shut down for the evening by the door, and Alexi, uh, Alexi uh, slept on uh, a slept with a pillow and a blanket in the, in the corner on his own, and Haven had fallen asleep where you would have expected him to, uh, still armed, sitting against uh, by the window. Uh, as you begin to go about your day, uh, as you gather your things and sort of creep out of the, the room for the morning, uh, you can hear sounds of uh, a little bit of movement downstairs, but otherwise, this is still relatively early for everyone else. As you head, uh, you said you're just heading downstairs? Yep, just heading downstairs and then gonna try and find some breakfast. Uh, as you, as you're already on your way down that way, there's, uh, you can, you can smell, uh, it smells like potatoes and bacon, uh, wafting up from down the stairs. Once you step down into the main, the main opening of the of the bar area, and the sitting area, you can see beyond the doors on the other side of the counter that uh, they, uh, the innkeeper, the older gentleman, is in there cooking. He glances up from you. He glances up at you. Uh, uh, squinting his eyes a little, seem- seemingly uh, tired, uh, just 
more tired than than most of the than you would expect as he his attention goes back to uh the the pan in front of him and he goes morning what can i do you for well that the bacon and potatoes smell heavenly if i could get a plate of that it'd be much obliged well i'm sure i can manage uh any of your friends c- coming down soon? I'm sure they'll all be stirring and making their way down soon. Might as well go ahead and throw a little extra on. Make sure that they have some ready when they get down, if you don't mind. Oh, don't mind at all. Figured if I started serving breakfast, we might get a little more business this way. Hmm. How's it working out for you so far? Well, I mean... I only had one room available when you showed up, so I think it's doing pretty well. <laughs> fair point, fair point. Though not that there's a lot of choices, considering most of my patrons are just people on their way out of Halimar. Why are so many people on their way out right now? Oh, something about the... Uh, new uh, military law that they're under. Most people have either been, uh, most people's homes and businesses have been commandeered for the greater good. Bunch of crap if you ask me though. I think they're just trying to push anyone who's not el- who's not an elf out of the city. Have any elvish businesses been affected? Well, I mean, I don't really head up that way too often, but most of the people heading this way, if if they're an elf, they're only half. Or they're leaving with spouses who aren't. Sounds like an unfortunate set of circumstances going on up there. I uh, yeah, kind of wish I had a, had more more information. I know it's starting to spread this way, too. Well, with any luck, you won't be affected much much more than just the increase in your business. I wouldn't be so certain. But one can hope. Well, that's good. plan on doing the the best that I can. I think the the only benefit is um, we're too close to the the main road from Alistus to Aurora's for... uh, anyone to really try to shut me down. Okay, OOC, listen, like, you know I'm a serial NPC adopter and that I make mistakes all the time. So I'm over here like, man, I want to swear to, like, help this guy and somehow find a way to, like, protect his business and make sure he's doing right. Because I am who I am as a person. Um, But also I've gotten in trouble for that before. So... (laughs) I I am scared of this conversation. You, you you're good, Jess. You're good. Trust us. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Alexi has adjusted his plans with that in mind. Okay. <laughs> I just don't want to mess up again. There's an innkeeper who's counting on us to find his son because of me. Yeah, that 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 was on you on that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just don't want to do that again. Back in the character. <laughs> um, 
Do you know why they've been declaring the military law, or is it still just in response to the wild map going on and the whole fallout from the war, or is there something else going on in the area? Well, I'm not too sure. Not much news makes it out of Hallamar nowadays. But it was... It happened pretty quickly for it to just be attributed to the wild magic. I know that that's what they're saying the reason is, but uh, Trace family was a little too prepared. Hmm. So you think there might be something else going on? Well, I mean... Nothing nothing to do in uh, rural areas like this except to gossip, so. True enough. Gossip and enjoy good food and good company. Well, I mean, two out of three ain't so bad. <laughs> uh, at this point, Tegan, uh, you have awoken, as you presently usually awake before everybody else does. Pretty much gonna be doing the same thing. Saying that everybody's still asleep, I'm just gonna mosey out of the room quietly and head downstairs for some grub. Okay. Uh, as you are doing so, the little chick in your coat pocket is getting fidgety. Pats, pats my pocket just slightly. <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna get some food. It's water. Just calm down. I say it, like, quietly. As, uh, as you head downstairs, you can see that, uh, Masuru is sitting out the, at the bar counter, talking, and you, you don't see it from the angle as you come down the stairs, but you can hear the, the, uh, the innkeeper from the, the kitchen speaking to Masuru. Masuru. Good to see you're awake so early. Oh, good morning, friend. Uh, I could hardly let myself sleep any longer with how early I turned in. I, I can't imagine as I sit down next to you. So, what are we having this morning? Well, it seems our innkeeper friend is working hard on some fantastic bacon and potatoes for us. Give me a second, my doorbell just rang, and I need to go see what that's about. <laughs> Yo! Uh, quick pause, one second. Uh, pause. And we're back, sorry about that. Uh, it was a weird, weird time of the night for her doorbell to ring, but, you know, it happens. Alrighty then, onward, continue your conversation, you two. As you were saying, some nice potatoes and bacon. Yes. And, um, looking at the the God, I can't think of the right word. Uh, guy behind the counter. Um, may I also get some, if you don't mind? He's like, oh, oh already... Go ahead. Sorry, sir. I already asked him to start whipping up some extra. I figured everyone else would be down relatively shortly. Oh, oh, well, well, thank you for that. Anything for a friend? You are most certainly the strangest bunch I've seen lately. What makes you say that? <laughs> well, don't get me wrong, uh, but a tabaxi, an elf, 
a human who is very much a, a noble, a giant metal man, and a paladin? I guess when you say it like that, we do sound kind of like an odd bunch. And then there's that, that girl from Adrena's with you. Kind of an odd oh. mix. I will agree, but I would say we all get along just fine. Well, ain't nothing wrong with it. Just not not something you see every day. It is quite an interesting story. I wouldn't have necessarily pegged us as a group to end up together anyway. Uh, if if I didn't know us and know our tale, you have to admit it is an odd mix. But it makes perfect sense when you know what happened. Oh, I can, I can imagine. It's one of the one of those things where context is everything. Uh, Masuru, you are hearing a peeping noise coming from Tegan's coat. Just gonna turn to Tegan and quietly be like. Are you, do you have a baby bird of some kind? I just remain as straight face as possible. No, I do not. Roll me deception! <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> we're starting off bad tonight, boys. Roll, but, me, uh... roll me insight, Masuru. <laughs> okay. Um, I got a sixteen. What'd you? And I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> he is most certainly lying. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna lift up my paws, um, and just kind of like cover my daughter where she's nestled around my neck and be like, okay, if the snake's out of the picture, I know you have a baby bird. Can I see it? It looks a little bit left and right real quick. Do you promise not to tell anybody? I promise, friend. You remember how we went to that farm? Yes. Yeah, so there was one that kept following me for a bit, and I just kind of it. It, I, I'm not going to say I took it, but <laughs> look you at ate it. it in following look, you. Look at it as I Aww. just slowly reach in and pull him out. Meet Fiedrich. Hello, Fiedrich. How are you? Uh, it is chirping uh, loudly <laughs> at the moment. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we may want to put Fiedrich away or they will draw more attention. I, I told him that he needed to calm down and we get some food soon. Oh, but, he's uh, just excited to make a new friend. Maybe, maybe. But I, I like to just keep him to myself. Understandably. I, I don't want the others to know about him. Uh, Your I secret him is safe more. with me, friend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and now I'm going to move my paws back down and then just kind of like Give my daughter a quick pet to apologize for covering her up. 
She seems none the wiser. <laughs> uh, as uh, uh, upstairs, as uh, Sensei is already beginning to uh, boot up uh, Alexi, you get a hand shaking your shoulder as Haven comes into view as you open your eyes. What was that? I said morning, Haven. He's like, you're the last one awake. I'm nominating you to wake up Letty. As he's walking out of the room now. Ah, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'll go over to try to wake up Letty. Uh, Letty is in a... You, what you could see is uh, it's a, basically a blanket burrito. You could see stray red curls coming out of the top. Alright, I start um, shaking the blanket like softly like Letty. It's time to wake up. And you hear a little bit of mumbling and uh, just from under the blanket you hear, But it's so early. Yeah, I know. Let's go grab some breakfast. As uh, she sort of whimpers for a little bit, but you see her arm pop out of the out of the blanket burrito. She was like, "Oh, fine." As she very slowly sits up, and uh, Sensei, what are your plans? Uh, essentially, get up, go downstairs, don't need to eat or anything, um, and, uh, probably head out to the cart, um, make sure that the horses are good, that all of our stuff is still in the cart, heads have been disturbed, um, just do that. Are you going to say good morning to anyone, or, or... Masuru, take it. Are you going to say good morning to Sensei? I'll say good morning to him as he passes us. Full potatoes. Hey, Sensei. <laughs> good morning, Masuru. Good morning, Tegan. Where are you off to so early, friend? This one is going to go check on our horses and our provisions in the wagon, make sure that all is well. We have important business to conduct, after all. These are unfamiliar areas that we have been traveling to. Smart decision. Well, once you're done with your checks, we'll save a seat here for you. I know you don't necessarily require require the food, but... the you could still sit and chat with us once you're done. I don't, that sentence ran away from me halfway through it. I completely <laughs> forgot how to talk. I'm so sorry. Do the chairs look like they can hold Sensei's weight? Yeah, I mean, they're bolted to the ground, so you can make the effort. Oh, no. Uh, well, Sensei will nod and, and head on out to, to go ahead and check on the horses in the, the wagon. As uh, as you head outside, uh, everything's basically been undisturbed. Uh, the horses seem to be uh, relaxing. Uh, the uh, one of the, one of them is awake already. The other one stirs when you come stomping outside. 
all of our stuff still in the wagon? Uh, yeah, no. Like, it doesn't look like anything's been disturbed. If you... Okay. Uh, is our, uh, stable boy around? Uh, not at the moment, no. Okay, well, uh, since it's just gonna take a look around, and, uh, if they don't see anything out of place, uh, go ahead and head back in. Okay. Uh, as, uh, Alexi, as you're coming down the stairs, uh, as Haven waited outside the room, uh, the two of you head downstairs uh, to see Masuru and Tegan waiting at the counter as Sensei's coming back inside. Good morning, you two. Good morning. And there's the rest of our Mary Motley crew. Uh, the, the innkeeper uh, gives you a nod and goes, Morning! As he slides two new plates in front of the empty bar stools. Thank you very much, sir. So since it's going to go ahead and look over the group after walking in, I'm just kind of silently, silently counting them. One, two, three, four. Um, query, is Letty not feeling well? She's on her way down. Ah, and Haven okay. Haven looks at Sensei and goes, "Man, you you know how she is a you know how she is when it comes to getting up in the morning. Give her some time to get ready. She'll she'll be down eventually." This one understands. And Haven, as he takes a bite uh, of his food, elbows Alexi and goes, "So you want to give Masuru the update?" Yeah, please. How did everything go yesterday? We got done with the ordeal with the be with the beast. We decided that we need to take a detour. Yeah. Sorry. Waking up. <laughs> Alright. Uh, we need to go visit the nobles that that are in charge of the area. Oh. Okay. Uh, am Water, I to assume Water it has Rouge. something to do with this military state? Yep. Uh, well, you're what you're right about that, Monsieur. The military huh. state around here and what uh, how a lot of the Civilians have been treated recently, has been, uh, been brought to my attention, and the fact that the head of the noble house is sick, and a lot of things have been going on, have been going on without anybody else knowing. Do we know what kind of sickness? Is there no, something but... to be done about it? No, but the great thing, the good thing about that is we have our our great cleric over here, Sensei, to help us try to figure out and determine what the sickness is. Indeed we do. This one is most confident that I will be able to remedy the illness. And so we believe while the Lord has been, or the noble in charge, has been sick and out of work, 
others have been making decisions in their stead? Yes, his sister. Huh. And Adam's had always sisters with this thing. These kinds of things. Yeah, Shay, why is it always sisters? Why is it always sisters? I don't fucking know. <laughs> and Haven, Haven speaks up and goes, I mean, you haven't even told her the best part. And that would be? The, uh... Sure. How are you with proper etiquette? Uh, generally practicing it, not as good as I likely should be, but knowledge of how it go, how it's supposed to go, fairly well versed. Good. Then you can take you can take uh, some of Sensei's uh, classes as well with Letty. <laughs> etiquette classes. Yes, that's etiquette. Etiquette classes, yes. <laughs> and and Haven, Haven, as he's uh, as he's swallowing uh, all the food he just shoved in his mouth, he goes, "You have." And I was like, "That's not even the better part." Like we were gonna make Tegan do it, but the, but look at him. <laughs> that's what I was about to ask. So whatever we are needing the etiquette classes for, is Tegan not going to partake? Or are we figuring out a different plan for him? I am apparently going to go visit the lo- the local murder crows. Ooh. You mean the devil crows? Yes, devil crows. Yeah, say murder crows. <laughs> <laughs> yes, murder crows. I was like, that sounds... Hot, hot damn, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> it's a murder of double crows. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, no. So the caveat to that is, I had to promise that no trouble will happen, and I am to inform them of the families hunting the magical creatures and trying to see their thoughts on it, if I remember it. The double crows were very unhappy with the prospect of losing their livelihood to those outside of their ranks. Understandably. However... Out of character, correct me if I'm wrong, don't they only go for, like, the deals they want to, like in the other city? Well, yeah, and the list is they, they, they're very specific about contracts. So the solution the Devil Crows provide is not always going to be the one the one that the noble agree agree with. But if there's no contracts being offered, period, then there's a problem. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, Haven Haven uh, adds in again. Well, to be fair, the etiquette stuff is not really for our detour to Halmar. It's just something we're gonna need to work on on the way. Understand. Uh, however, I do have one concern. It isn't entirely up to Tegan whether or not anything goes wrong. Or any... Uh, what's the word I am looking for? Uh, altercations occur while he is with the Devil Crows. They also have a part to play in that. I can't. He can promise to not to instigate. Yes. Okay. 
And Haven, Haven just glares at Tegan and goes, that's exactly what I'm worried about, is this guy could find a way to start a fight in an empty room. Well, he did just promise not to instigate. So that part, at least we can rest assured. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a Look quality that you and Odwin have in, have in common. You're both magnets for trouble. And uh, after, after about maybe ten minutes of chatting, finally Letty comes down. Very slowly, very tired, leaning on the, the railing of the staircase. Letty, darling, we have some food for you here. It's so early. Why do you travel this early? You know, I ask myself that regularly. I've never been able to come up with a good answer. On the reason why you travel a... early, Letty, is for, <laughs> for uh, work during the daylight. That's when work is uh, supposed to be done. Not in Adrina's. This one has an alternative reason. Uh, when there is less light uh, present, typically there are creatures and those with less than honorable intentions that like to take advantage of the uh, lack of field of vision. Since most people cannot see in the dark, they would be able to hunt their prey more readily. Therefore, if the prey can see the aggressor coming, uh, it is much safer. This is the reason why most people uh, that I'm aware of travel and conduct their duties during the daytime. Yes, but what does that have to do with us? Look at us. Look at Haven. Do you know anyone scarier than Haven? Who is, who is going to mess with that? In all fairness, when Haven is um, not actively showing what kind of a threat he could be, some people would be more willing to mess with him than they would otherwise. That was some careful navigating there, Jess. <laughs> I tried real hard. Thank you for acknowledging it. During my potatoes and bacon bits together. Just saying. Ring the bell. To... <laughs> and uh, as, as you guys... Uh... As you guys finish eating and are getting ready to, to leave, are you guys just straight up leaving? Yeah. Do y'all guys have anything else planned in here? No, I mean, I made sure I had all my stuff on me before I left the room this morning, so I don't even need to go back upstairs. So I'd say a bid farewell to anybody who has enough interest to, you know... It's still pretty anything. early. No one else is really awake except for the innkeeper. <laughs> Yeah, well, farewell to the innkeeper. I was like, you, you all be safe out there. We'll do our best. You stay safe here. 
And as we're walking out together, oh, hey, Mustaru, catch, tosses uh, the necklace that I got from the clerk. I'm going to catch it. Um, so, what's this, friend? So apparently you're supposed to be able to communicate with the uh, sister, Lady Trace, about the, uh, through this. And her name is... Anathalie Trace. I know you're going to butcher saying it. <laughs> well, I, I put the... I can't even think of it. The line in between. So I put A, math, dash, A, Lee. <laughs> so uh, I tried my best in my notes. But um, yeah, uh, you're supposed to be able to communicate um, with her through this. And seeing that you enjoy talking as much as you do, <laughs> you might have some fun with it. Uh, thank you, friend. Enjoy. Indeed, it's definitely going to be a tool to be able to gather more stories from her sister. And Lord knows, with everything going on recently, I haven't had many opportunities to gather stories from those that we've interacted with. We've had pretty singular focus. Out of character, 30 seconds later. Hey, what's your favorite color? <laughs> what, what do you like to do in your spare time? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's as, your favorite song? As you guys are climbing into the cart... Uh, Haven says, yeah, I wouldn't openly communicate into it. We don't need, uh, we don't need her knowing that we have it yet. Oh. Then I will just hold on to it for the time being. Well, I mean, yeah, you like weird magic shit. Just imagine, though, if we can get the other one away from Lady Trace, then it it can be something useful. In the middle of the night, hey, are you awake? (laughs) <laughs> the possibilities are indeed an interesting train of train of thought. Uh, as you as you guys all get, I'm not good at talking today. As you guys all get in the back of the cart, and uh, as uh, Alexi and Sensei get the the horses hooked up, and you guys are getting ready to leave, uh, Letty immediately when she sat down next to you, Masuru just like zonked back out. It was just leaning on your shoulder. <laughs> I'm just gonna like pull my cloak and like tuck it around her like a little blanket so she can be nice and cozy. And uh as as you guys are heading out, as you rather than going going westward, you turn around and take the, the other cut in the road that heads north as you're on your way to Halimar. Uh do you guys have anything you wish to discuss in the meantime? Yes, we need to discuss real quick because of the Trace family and everything else in their history with uh, royals and anybody other than Elvin descent and all that. Should we go in with a farce or should we go in with the knowledge we have right now and, and who we are as we are right now? This one believes that with the authority of the king and seeing to the well-being of the lord that is currently suffering from illness, uh, we should be able to gain access, especially if the ruse of investigating wild magic 
uh, is the vehicle that we use to get us through the doors. Alrighty. To be fair, I think it's probably our best option. Alexi, you really think that if we showed up that they won't recognize you? It's not that uh, they wouldn't recognize me. It's the fact that I don't think they would care to have an audience with me. If we were to go in under a ruse, what would we do? I mean, we technically are. We don't really know that... We don't really know that Armiston Trace or whatever his full name is. We don't know that Lord Trace is actually sick due to wild magic. However, if we show up and say that we're here to investigate his sickness because we believe it may be linked to wild magic and she doesn't let us see him, if we make if we make our intentions loud enough, it'll look suspicious to her citizens. Yep. Definitely wouldn't look well on her denying any kind of help to a sick leader. Indeed, it would be politically unwise, but we are not, what is the saying, putting all of our eggs in one basket. We will be sending Tegan to speak with the Devil Crows to try to gather information through other types of channels and... If we are able to gather enough information, we may be able to figure out what truly is going on that is leading to the unsanctioned use of resources to hunt down magical creatures, both peaceful and violent, in these lands instead of seeing to the people's needs, as evidenced by the refugee camp you all visited earlier. So what? Are, so what are we thinking? Are we gonna go with the same plan we did in Alistus? Me, me, Sensei, you. As he looks at Alexi, me, Sensei, you head up to the, to the, the head up to the palace while Masuru, Tegan, and Letty go find the the Devil Crow. Yes, but I'm not one hundred percent. What's the word? Uh happy about the idea of Letty going to the Devil Crows? This one concurs. I do not think it would be wise. I mean, but look who'd be going with her. That may be the case, and they may do a suitable job of protecting her should violence erupt, but as we would not be able to likely kill every single witness... Letty's identity would be spread, and it is not a good thing for us if Letty's identity is known throughout the land before her acceptance from the king has been made official. It would not be a good thing for her to be hunted down. Well, if we face confrontation at the palace, do you really think that that her turning into a were-spider in the middle of the palace would do more or less damage? Well, I would just advise that Letty not transform. Uh, but the Devil Crows are, in particular, skilled at sussing out 
those that are in disguise. Uh, are, this is evidenced by our very first meeting with Letty, though they were imposters. The ones that claimed that they were Double Crows were already suspicious of her, and the Double Crows are professionals in this regard. I would not want to expose her to undue risk, um, whereas we could potentially, if she is, manages to keep control, uh, evacuate her from danger, um, even though danger may per, you know, present itself in other manners, um, there's less risk of her being outed in the palace setting. All right, whichever. All right, any more conversation? Well, ultimately, it's, it's it's up to Letty to decide what she would like to do. This this is all conjecture. That is true. And as she can't currently weigh in on the conversation... Because she's asleep. What about y'all two? <sighs> Letty is a very valuable resource. Realistically... I feel that if we are trying to limit the presence we will have trying to see the Lord, she is one of the smarter options with you. We're already going to be giving her the etiquette lessons. She'll have a better idea of how to report herself in the circumstances. But she does not appear as much of a threat but she's very strong very capable and were anything to go awry would be a very valuable asset to have in those circumstances so as a character uh, Jess when did you become the HR department <laughs> what <laughs> you just called Letty a resource and an asset I don't know, dude. Okay, listen. I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm not words gooding. <laughs> words gooding. <laughs> this session, okay. Ten out of ten. I mean, you just, I have... you just killed Mao, but still. <laughs> Let me repeat. Let me repeat. I am a pinata. <laughs> In life is a blindfolded child with a stick at a birthday party. God, I'm anyway. not doing the best, but I am doing my best, okay? Yeah, that's acceptable. Anyway, carry on. Take everything Mr. Rue does and says with a grain of salt, because my brain processing culpabilities are frankly not what they should be. Thank you and have a great day. Anyway, moving on. Alright. Well, we'll stick with we'll stick with that plan, Haven. But if I remember correctly, we were supposed to have that uh if I remember how everything's supposed to be going down. We were supposed to have a second group checking the grounds while we deal with while we uh look uh, look into the Lord's health. That is true, but so maybe we should all go see this devil crow first or after. 
We'll go see the Devil Crows afterwards. I just heard somebody open a soda. Who was it? Who was Sorry. the guilty party? Not me. And it wasn't, and it wasn't soda. Dakota. I'll try you. How dare you. <laughs> anyway, onward. Cloppity, cloppity, clop. Heading onward if you have nothing further to say at the moment. Uh, all right. Unless Lenny wants to wake up and weigh in. Oh, I don't know. Evens or odds? Odds. That's two for odds. You know I how rolled, I feel about things, Jess. I rolled, I rolled for it. I rolled for it. And? That's odds. Yes. Odds. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry, Tegan. It's fine. <laughs> I, I just like the chaos. I know. I know <laughs> you do. <laughs> okay. Uh, as uh, as you guys are making your way making your way downtown, walking fast. God damn it. Uh, as, I'm sorry. Uh, as as you guys are uh, making your way making your way to Halimar, uh over the course of the first day, most of the most of the day passes uh relatively calmly. Uh Letty wakes up at at about uh, a little while after noon as uh she is of course, you know, uh, this, uh, she's talked with you guys for like a, a little bit, but then she's also still reading that etiquette book that uh, that Alexi has given uh, given her. Uh, are you guys making any plans to stop for food or just eating rations? Just eat rations. We'll, we'll, we'll eat some rations. Okay. Uh, pretty, pretty big breakfast. Yeah, so as as you guys are uh just carrying on, I want to say uh, around uh evening time, like post dinner time-ish, uh as Letty is still reading, she stops for a second and she goes, "Okay, Alexi, I have questions." Yes, Letty, what, what what do you have? And she flips it around, she flips the book around to show you the diagram and she goes, "Okay, there are multiple spoons." Why is this little spoon the soup spoon? Should it not be the bigger spoon? You would get more soup. <laughs> she right, though. Okay? No, she's 100% right. Like, and, and, like, my normal st- standpoints of all, all that and everything else. But, Letty... Out of character, this out of character, I honestly have no idea for that. In character, I'm just going to make up the most bull crappiest response. Out of character, I actually know the answer. <laughs> what is the you. actual answer for that? So the Before smaller spoon? Yeah. The, the question was, why do we have a smaller spoon? No, the, the question is, why do we use the smaller spoon for the soup when you can use the bigger spoon to get more soup? Oh, I thought, okay, never mind, never mind. Yeah. Go ahead, Jess. Okay, so um, it's because when you have the bigger spoon, um, you have to, like, slurp the soup to get all of it off of the spoon, and slurping is considered rude. Okay, see, that, see, I had hilarious thing is, that's what I'm going <laughs> to lean towards, the slurping <laughs> and everything. 
Yeah, no, that's it, because it's, like, loud kind of obnoxious noise, so it's considered rude to be slurping when you're in, like, polite company that you're supposed to be exercising etiquette with. So you use the small spoon because then you don't have to slurp the soup off of it. All right, so bonus question, what the what is the big spoon for? Um, that one I actually don't remember because my grandma didn't teach me... <laughs> The why why we had the big spoon? She was like, "The little spoon is the only one you need to know." <laughs> Sorry, it's, do- it's designed to eat main dishes. Okay, cool, good to know. Thank you. What if the soup is the main dish? <laughs> My grandma just legitimately like. Okay, soup is never going to be a main dish in a proper meal. Soup is one of the courses, not the main dish. Exactly. Now, if you're referring to a stew. Anyway, moving on. God, sorry, I did not mean for the the, the funny joke to turn into a tangent. Okay. uh, This is why we're we're gonna montage the the etiquette training. Yeah. Gonna need a montage. You're the best. Montage. Um. But yeah, no, my grandma just never served any main courses that needed a spoon, and then there's like a dessert fork that you use for most desserts. So I I never had to learn the big spoon because my grandma never used the big spoon. So I know the dessert fork for my grandmother. Yeah, I get that. Right, I'm done now. Sorry. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. Good. You're good. Thank you, Jess. <clears throat> well, Letty, the. Small spoon is used for uh, soup because slurping is considered rude. Okay, but is not the purpose of eating to eat food? That is true. But in the presence of higher, uh, higher company, it is polite to have restraint. How are, your no- how are your nobles not all starving? Many nobles view the act of partaking in a meal as something of an art form to be done delicately and with a certain sense of grace and poise. Uh, Therefore, they have created these rules in order to be elegant even while diamonding. Okay, but cooking is an art form. Eating is something to enjoy. Why are you making this harder? This one did not create the rules, Letty. This one was merely programmed with them. Uh, I do not have the reasons as to why these rules were created. Just just some of the reasonings and the processes therein. Okay, well, if we are ever going to be in front of fancy noble people, I think I will just eat before we go. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Isn't it also considered rude to refuse food when offered? That's quite possible. I have not hit that part of the book. I was just wondering, because my, my next question was, why are there three forks? But I feel like the answer will also upset me. She goes back to reading with a, a furrowed brow. You can see the annoyance in her face. <laughs> yeah, that completely understandable. So Lexi's like, "Welcome to my world." <laughs> yeah. 
This is why I kept ditching the palace to go to go to go to taverns. Anyway, as uh, as you guys uh, carry on for a little bit, uh, as the the sun's starting to go down, uh, you actually come upon uh, there seems to be some sort of blockage ahead in the road, Sensei. Uh, Sensei will go ahead and slow the horses down to a stop, and uh, then kind of turn and lean back a little bit to address everybody inside. Uh, there seems to be an obstruction in the road. I will go and investigate. And Letty is, like, already scurrying out of the cart. She is just like, I want to go, too. Anything to not keep reading this book. Uh, I would be most welcome for your company, Letty. She she nearly stumbles out of the back <laughs> of the cart. Masu's just gonna chill in the cart, but I'm gonna... Definitely, like, ready my weapons just in case anything happens. Is anyone else getting out of the cart? I am, like, laying down against the edge of the cart. You're like, alright, Sensei. Alexei, you staying put? Alexei? Sorry, you lost me for a moment. Are you staying put? No, I'm going. Okay. Uh, as the the three of you head on uh, ahead, uh, roll me perception checks. Ooh, alrighty. Uh, perception! Everyone or just them? Because I did say I was, like, ready in the cart. Uh, Sensei has a 21 perception check. I have a dirty 20. Okay, 21, dirty 20. Okay. Uh, as you guys are, are walking towards the... As you guys are, are walking towards the uh, obstruction up ahead, it appears uh, somebody's cart uh, has collapsed. They, they're they in the process of trying to push it off the main road. Uh, the There are two horses off the side of the road in the grass, just sort of grazing and enjoying themselves. While uh, it appears that the uh, the axle where the where the wheel is is just completely destroyed. Uh, how many people did you say? Uh, it's three people. Three. Okay. Uh, sensei will uh, walk up with a hand raised. Uh, Greetings, travelers. This one sees that you are in some trouble. May this one assist. As uh, as you speak up loudly, and uh, they turn and look at you, and they go, "Oh, gods! Um, sure, uh, could probably do better than we're currently doing now." Uh, one of them, the the guy you spoke with, is, uh, a human, brownish hair. Uh, there is a, an elf and a uh, a half elf, though. Just by the the elf has. Uh, light blonde hair, and the, the half-elf appears to be uh, a ginger, but none, not, none of them look related. But none, okay. of them are, none of them are armed, either. Okay. He's like, um, can't do any worse than what we've been doing so far. 
So, uh, Sensei will go over and ins inspect the, uh, the broken wheel. Uh, roll me perception. Actually, no, roll me investigation. Yep. Uh, oh, that's a good roll. Um, with my plus one invest investigation skills, that's a 19. Uh, it's a 19. Where the, where the wheel connects to the, the, the axle, it appears to have been rotted. Oh. And that's how it snapped. Do I have it? I do! Ha ha ha! Alright, um... Uh, Sensei is going to, um, Sensei is going to go ahead and look around, um, for any, uh, good, solid, like, fallen tree branches or tree trunks that are nearby. Roll me survival. All right. Well, they're doing that. Uh, Lexi, what are you doing? I'm gonna ask. Uh, I'm gonna talk to the uh, the three and make sure they're all right and uh, it, they don't need anything. Uh, um, what, what happened? Pretty much. Oh, you, okay. So, what are you saying? Well, I don't know. So, how long have you three been stuck out here? Uh, going on an hour. Hour? Okay, luckily we came by, so y'all didn't have to be out here all night. N night. Uh, but I pre uh, asked, uh, what, what brings y'all y'all three out here? Mm, getting as far away from Halamar as possible. Getting away from Halamar? What, what seems to be the problem? Things have become a little tense lately. I was recently, well, I and my compatriots here were released from service for Halimar's guards. For what, pray tell? Well, I mean, they said unbecoming conduct, though that's just a very painted reason of using my failure as a reason to get rid of me. Failure? I managed to slip up in catching a criminal and the and the lady was already finding numerous excuses to try to get rid of me already. And the uh the the half elf speaks up and goes, "It wasn't right." And the human just hushes him and goes, "It's it's fine." It wasn't right firing you for uh. What right? Then why were you fired? And uh. The, the half-elf looks like he's going to say something again, but he turns and he hushes him and he goes, Well, considering the current environment in Halimar, humans aren't really welcome. If you're heading that way, I would recommend turning a different direction. 
Well, as of right now, my, I have business in Halimar. So I can't really turn uh, turn around. Well, that's a shame. Whatever your business, you should uh, at least brace yourself for some resistance. But I hear that you did save the lady. Don't you mean the uh, the Lord of uh, Lord of Halimar? No one's seen Lord Armiston in well over a year. To be honest, I'm not even sure he's alive. Lady Anathalie says he's become reclusive, but most people don't believe her. And if most people don't believe her, has she put, uh, put out a statement of, of any sort? She's put out plenty of statements, though no one has had the persuasion or influence to go against her. Giving me much to think about when when I go meet her. Well, I wouldn't recommend doing that, but I mean, you seem determined, so. Uh, what did you roll for survival, Sensei? Uh, it was a fourteen. Fourteen. Yep. Okay, there are uh, there are plenty of branches and stuff in the area. There's there's not as many trees in this area because it's a lot of farmland. But uh, you can manage to break off a branch from one of the trees nearby if you needed to. I, I just need something that has roughly about the thickness of the axle, uh, just just a bit of it. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Sensei will go ahead and bring that back and uh, ask if anybody. Uh, has a uh, a saw or a hatchet axe something yeah I do have a hatchet <laughs> okay uh, so sensei will go ahead and uh, take that the that the rotted part of the axle and um, uh, remove the rotted part leave the you know the rest of the axle that's salvageable and then use mending to bridge between the old axle, the branch, and um, then we'll be able to get it reattached to the wheel. The High Elf is watching you as you do this, and as you're removing the rotted part, he just frowns and goes, That's odd. This is a brand new cart. Uh, this a one... brand new cart and it's rotted? Where did you get the cart? We... Bought it when we left Halimar. Bought it from where? There's a, a shop. It's been in his family for generations. Uh, a guy named, named Cedric owns it. Cedric, oh. Okay. Be careful if you decide to talk to the stubborn old man. Uh, dwarves are... Uh, Surly in these parts. Understandable. I mentioned that this is supposed to be a brand new cart. Um, Sensei would like to see, after removing the uh, the rotted part, uh, would like to investigate it further to see if there's any 
um, insects, uh, any sort of like, you know, fungus, um, something that would cause it to rot faster, uh, or any magical amounts. It just, just uh, take a little bit to kind of roll me down. investigation and arcana. Alrighty, one sec. You're pretty much appraising it. <laughs> uh, Masiru, roll me a perception real quick. So, perception's going to be a 17, and then Arcana uh, is going to be an 18. I got a 17 for perception. Okay, um, Masiru, as you're sitting there, something smells like rotten food. Uh, while, uh, Sensei, while you're, it, it was, it's been wafting over to you slowly and now it's just getting stronger. Uh, Sensei, while you're looking over this, uh, perception-wise, there are little holes in this, like something's been chewing through it, but it wouldn't cause this level of rot. Mm -hmm. As, uh, as you're looking closer at, at it and you're, you're checking for any magical signatures, there's something definitely magically wrong. Um, I'm gonna hop out of the cart and start heading, if I can, like, tell where it, so it smells like the rotted food smells coming from. Like, does it smell like it's coming from the cart, or does it it's smell like- It's coming from the back of their cart. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna go walk over- Oh my god, I cannot talk. I'm going to get out of our cart and walk over towards the back of their cart. And, um, is there, when you, is there like when you're getting out of the, or... when you're getting out of the cart, uh, Haven kicks Tegan and goes, are we following? There's some kind of smell. I'm not sure. I'm not smelling anything, but. I mean, we can go take a look. Might as well. Maybe it's something less boring than this. As uh, uh, they fall out of the cart. And Masiru, you said that loud enough for everyone to hear? Yeah. As you come around the back of the cart, uh, uh, there are uh, there are crates. Uh, one of the crates is covered up with a sheet. I'm gonna pull off the sheet. And as you as you remove it, almost... Like, disgustingly so, the smell gets stronger, and strong enough that everyone who has a sense of smell here can smell it, as, uh, as the, the human walks over to, to where you're standing. Uh, every bit of food that are in these crates is rotten. Ugh. Oh, dear. As he, as he looks confused and goes, this is, this is all new food. We just got this. Um, I... This is new food and you just got this as well? Um, yes. can I roll our combat to see if this also has a magical... Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I got a... 16. 16. Uh, with the, the 16... It's most certainly magical. Something something caused this rapid level of decay. Uh, Sensei would like to cast Detect Magic. Go ahead. 
so detect magic, one action. Uh, it's a concentration. Uh, it's a verbal and somatic. Uh, uh, up to lasts up to ten minutes for the duration. You sense the presence of magic within thirty feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. <clears throat> what is that? What was the range on it, by the way? Thirty feet. Thirty feet. Okay. So what do I see with my special eyes? Oh, there's there something most certainly caused all this to happen. Uh, you can you can basically see uh, a trail of residue of magic coming from the direction that they have left. Uh, about less, like literally less than fifteen feet from where this uh, cart has collapsed, there seems to be some sort of, and it's not really a barrier, but it's some sort of zone. Like a kind of like a magical mine or something like that. You, you step over the ward or the glyph, yeah. and it activates. There's there's some sort of ward, like just with detect magic. It, it looks sort of almost domish, but it's it's not something that you can touch physically. Well, it's a good thing that Sensei didn't walk through it then. Um, uh, so Sensei's going to go ahead and approach it to investigate it and try to see if they can narrow down what it is. As uh, as you're getting closer to it, it, something is most certainly wrong. How detailed is that spell, by the way? Again, let me double check. Uh, if I concentrate, and it can use my action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears the magic, and you, you learn its school of magic, if any. It's not terribly detailed, but it, it gives me a starting point. Huh. Okay. It's, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a school of magic, but it's magic that you are familiar with in the sense that this is most certainly caused by, by some sort of devil. We can't hear you. Uh, I, I said, oh. Um, okay. Uh, Alexi? Yes, Sensei? Um, I have determined that the source of this incident um, would require the aid of our group's expert in the demonic. Uh, would you go and bring Haven here so that he may further investigate and shed some light on this matter? And Haven's already walking up a Tegan. He's just like, already out of the cart. Ah, Haven, Tegan. Um, Haven, if you would, I have located a magical ward uh, or glyph that has been set off with the passage of, of this, these travelers' carriage. It has rotted the axle and the food inside of, of their carriage. Um, 
Would you mind investigating it, seeing if there's any way to dispel this, that it may not happen to any other people and possibly suss out its origin? Oh, I mean, that's typically what I'm best at. As he, uh, he steps forward and, uh, he, he's, you guys can see him walking back and forth as he's looking ahead and goes, yeah, that's some kind of perimeter. Definitely a demon. Alright, I'm gonna do a thing real quick. Sort of keep that, keep that spell running, Sensei. Understood. As he, with zero caution or warning, steps past the barrier and turns around, and nothing has happened. Mm -hmm. And he looks behind, looks at you, and then goes, alright, rather than just stepping over this again, and he pulls out, uh, he pulls out a, a piece of bread out of one of his, ba out of his, out of his bag, and tosses it across the barrier, and as soon as it, as soon as it passes that, that perimeter, as soon as it passes, you see little green bits of magic that almost look like insects hmm. begin to to swarm it and cause it to start rotting. Hmm. Hey, I, I do believe I have witnessed something uh, that may prove to be informative. I believe there are some smallish, greenish, magical insect-like beings that appeared when you tossed the uh, piece of bread uh, into the perimeter of the glyph. Um, is, is that something you are familiar with? Unfortunately, yeah. Something that, well, something that I'm familiar with and something that Alexi might remember. There was a, there was a, there was a demon on the battlefield who would unleash swarms of tiny insects on people. Not that, not that Odwin's group ever actually faced her. Yeah. I heard uh, a weird duck noise, but that was okay. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I, I hiccuped and forgot that I wasn't muted. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I was like, what was that? <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, uh, it's it like, uh, if she's still on this plane, then we have bigger problems than a lord abusing power. This barrier, and as he sticks his hand through it, you can see the little insects go to swarm him. And just uh, where he's standing, uh, Sunset, you're obstructing uh, everyone else's uh, vision of him. But they're mm -hmm. eating through the the half elf illusion on his hand as he re as he retracts it. It the illusion uh, replaces itself. It's like, and from what I can tell, anyone who tries leaving the area is immediately obstructed. So this is a trap, then. Yeah, which means that there might be something nearby that's gonna try to catch us. If we go to Halimar, then there's a chance that we might not be able to get out until until she's she's dealt with. 
Very well. This one advises that we safeguard the civilians as best as we can and engage the threat head on. And uh, the High Elf speaks up looking at the human and he goes, If something demonic is really in Halimar, and uh, the human cuts him off and goes, I know, I know, we can't really leave, can we? Like, it wouldn't be right for us to just leave them all un unprotected with that thing. Swan does not understand. Do you have some responsibility that would cause you to essentially put yourselves at risk to protect others? Well, Halimar's our home. It's easy to leave when you're angry and nobody wants you there, but if there's a reason nobody wants you there... I mean, and the, uh, the half-elf perks up and goes, you don't really need a reason to save people. Even when they're jerks to you. This one finds the virtue of self-sacrifice and willingness to protect others to be most honorable, uh, but this one also finds that those without the duty to do so and are not compelled to do so um, would find such a thing difficult. Um, this one is, is most impressed with your resolve. And uh, Haven steps back over the barrier for a second, and as, as he does, the the illusion vanishes for a moment, but he quickly replaces it. As he now circles uh, into view around Sensei. If you want to protect people, to be honest, they should. we should send them off to the refugee camp. They can look after them and make sure nothing else happens while we go deal with with the with the demon. That is true. Hate to break it to you, but the demon in question is known as Phyla, the Plague Swarm. She doesn't really take kindly to people confronting her. Uh, does Sensei have any intelligence on this particular threat? Uh, Phyla? The Plague Swarm was... Part of the catalyst reasoning for the the Warforged is it is a cleric that couldn't be afflicted by a demonic sickness. <laughs> Sensei is in his element. She right, is. Right. Uh, she was considered brutal and a hazard on the battlefield, but about halfway through the 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 demons attacking in the four years that, that the demons were uh, part of the war, uh, about halfway through it, she suddenly just stopped showing up. Oh, joy. Alrighty. Um... You said, uh, you said halfway through she uh, decided to, uh, she just stopped showing up? Yes. Would that fall around the same time the Lord was is, was started being ill? Roll me insight real quick. That is a 21. This is actually, and 
you are positive it's not a coincidence. Uh, she vanished shortly after the times that it was said that Armiston Trace made visits to the battlefield and actually started taking an interest in the war. And that was when he had been rumored to afterwards become recluse reclusive. Aw, oh, yeah. It's all coming together now. And then if that's the, the if that's the case, it is our civic duty to uh to make sure that this kingdom's uh that the kingdom's civilians are safe no matter what what the cost. And this detour was needed at all after all. Sounds like it's gonna beam a very bright blue. And Letty, Letty's uh, looking over the the rotted food, the rotted food, and she speaks up and goes, "I mean, I, should we give them some of our food?" That is true. Um, seeing as that I stocked up and we um, prepare for uh, prepare for us to get more NPCs, knowing this group. Uh, <laughs> uh. We will give them the tables up right here. And as as you're going back to uh, y'all's cart, uh, Letty looks at Masuru and goes, "Help me move these. They don't. They're just gonna make people sick if we leave them on the cart." Masuru's gonna nod and reach for the first container to grab and start pulling off the cart. And then he's going to turn to the people and he's going to be like, would you prefer we just leave these or do you want the containers back? And uh, Letty interjects and goes, no, we have to get rid of the containers too. Look, and all right. she, she points to the side of the one that you just picked up and she's like, look, the wood is all rotten. It will just make them sick. Alright, good point. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just gonna help her move all this shit off. Yeah, as you were. Uh, really? Really? That gif? They're having a gif war in the chat, guys. That's gross, man. That's, That's gross, man. That's some class. Oh, yes. Gross. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're grounded. Anyway, uh, as you guys uh, offload the 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 rotted food and make some room and uh alexi what were you planning on sharing i got the five days worth of rations and haven uh pulls letty over and goes letty let me see your map and he walk he goes to the 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 human and goes this path right here will take you to the refugee camp don't cause problems and just help them stay safe and we will probably be back. As the, the human nods and then looks at Alexi and goes, I'm sorry, you look sort of familiar. I mean, Flexi doesn't say anything since he's about to. 
I'm just a servant to the kingdom. And uh, he, you see him sort of scrunch his nose like he's thinking for a bit and goes, okay, as he's walking away. Uh, he seems to still be thinking about it. And uh, Haven just sort of snickers and goes, you know, it, I think that's the only time you haven't been recognized on site, Alexi. And it's the greatest feeling in the world. Like, yeah, don't don't get used to it. If if we bring Odwin back, then uh, something tells me you're not gonna have a moment of peace for a while. Oh, I'm gonna have all the peace in a while because I'm gonna stay uh, stay in the cat uh, stay in, uh, stay in my house for a while. <laughs> uh, your your dad seems kind of strict. You really think he's gonna let you? As long as I'm productive. I'm sort of worried what you consider productive, but okay. As uh, you guys get the get everything loaded back onto their cart and Sensei's finished repairing it, and they get the horses hooked back up. And uh, they they stop for a bit and go, Thank you guys for the for the help. Not a problem at all. Uh, also, be careful heading that way. There's something weird in the woods up ahead. Something weird, uh, weird up in the woods ahead? What do you mean? Um, people have been talking about a moving tree, but uh, I we didn't see it. It's just one of the rumors that we've been investigating since the war ended. A moving tree. You've been conducting investigations. Well, we're required to. We re report everything, and the reports have to be sent off to the capital for the king to make decisions. If we didn't keep a, a thorough information network, then how would uh, His Majesty know where to send help? How regularly did y'all update these... Uh, how regularly did y'all update the, these? We submitted reports every evening. I mean, considering what's going on with Lady Trace, there's probably a chance that she didn't actually send them off to the capital. There might be more happening than you all know. Hmm. Just try to stay safe and... If you keep on the main road, you're less likely to encounter trouble. But I will say, since that true rumor started, there has been less bandits on the road, so... Small miracles. That is true. Are you guys, uh... Gonna be climbing back in the cart. Oh, since it's gonna mark off the uh, the area that has that that ward or glyph or whatever the hell it is. Mm -hmm. um, since it's gonna go ahead and uh, make sure that that is thoroughly marked off. As uh, or what are you marking that off with? 
Uh, rocks. Oh, okay. <laughs> as the as the travelers get going, heading the way you guys came, and Sensei is marking off the where the uh, the perimeter is. Yeah, I I head back into the uh, cart. And I'm about to start prepping for a lot of things real quick. Okay. Uh, you guys want to, since we're about to transition into day two, I, are you guys going to continue traveling throughout the night or are you going to make camp? I'd rather travel. Yeah, we'll just alternate turns and keep traveling. Uh, um, resting. Okay, alternate sleep. What do you say, yep. two of you sleep at a time? Yeah. So, who here thinks that they can make the horses do what they want? Uh, me and you, probably. Yeah, who has the highest animal handling? It should Not be... Not me, my animal handling is horse. It should be uh, Mike than me. Uh, I've, got, me... I've got a plus five to animal handling. It's most certainly plus... not Letty. I have a plus yeah. four, so as I say, I'm pretty sure you're higher than me because we we had this discussion already. Yeah, <laughs> I got a flat zero, so. Letty has a plus one. <laughs> anyway, Alrighty. so I assume it's going to be uh. Since they'll take the first shift, and then uh, okay. Alexia to take over after that. While you guys are uh, alternating sleep sleep cycles through the evening, we're gonna take the moment to take a restroom break, and then we will be right back. We shall return shortly. And we're back after our restroom break. Woo! I promised that we would start taking more restroom breaks during sessions rather than playing constantly. It's for the safety of our bladders. Anyway, uh, as we are, as you guys are continuing on uh, cycling through the evening, uh, evens are odds, folks. Odds. <laughs> okay, one of you answer. I said, I said odds. Odds, odds. We heard nothing. Evens. No. Yes. He, yes. You know what? 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 Fuck you. Flip the coin, Shay. I don't have a coin to flip. I don't keep coins. I have like eight zoo coins. I can give you one of them. I'm gonna ask somebody. You guys are the worst. How dare you put me in this predicament? I mean, chaos always has coins. Considering available. it's Pride Month, I feel like asking my boyfriend is not like the valid option. What? What? That has nothing What's to do with Pride Month. No, I'm making shitty jokes about being bisexual and how... Like... Yeah, uh, yeah, you need to talk about how, uh, like, this is not the, the, the stand we're willing this to is, take. This, as, is, this as, is not the month for him. <laughs> as, no, this is not the time to take the stand on the fact that bisexuals are often ignored by the community. True. Anywho, one of these fools will tell me. Flip the coin. It, For it, now, we wait. 
What what is it? Tails. Okay, so odds. Ha! Beat that, you agent of chaos. It's fine. I just enjoy the concept of the flip. Okay. As you guys are heading forward, since you guys have continuously traveled, it's a little uncomfortable, but uh, you're making it through. Since you haven't actually stopped, it's actually taking less than two days to reach Halimar, uh, since you didn't really make any stops. So it's about like a day and a half. As you're you're hitting towards the afternoon, you've hit the, the, the thicker woodland areas around Halimar. Uh, and as you, uh, as, uh, Alexi, you are currently manning the cart and directing the horses while, uh, while Sensei takes their break, uh, all of you are now suddenly hearing, uh, a noise coming from the, the woodlands around you. Uh, the, the trees are swaying at, at, in the wind, and it's a sound almost like a wheezing, and it kind of sounds like it, it it's almost like if what you would imagine like if you could hear the forest breathing as the the the, the as the trees seem to sway back and forth with the with the breaths well if if the forest is wheezing it might need to you know go see a doctor or get a throat lozenge or something is the forest allergic to pollen? Uh, Been there, I'm not. When you're your worst enemy. Maybe they're allergic to squirrels. Can we? I hate you people. Can we get on with it? I don't know. Can we DM? What's happening? I just told you. No reaction? Carrying on? I don't know. Sensei's resting. Alexi's at the helm. The trees are wheezing. What am I supposed to do about that? I'm just staying alert. I'm just staying alert. I don't carry an inhaler on me for <laughs> for the forest. I mean, technically, like the trees give up oxygen and they take in carbon dioxide. <laughs> I'm just gonna start carrying around an albuterol. Fucking. Inhaler. That's not what it work. That only works for like. People like people you, taking you, o- oxygen. How, you have like, how, a worse. You know how many tree oh. asthma attacks have you treated, Shay? <laughs> also, steroids do work on plants. That is. Thank true. you. That there is we true. go. That is true. Seeing that we want some commentary. For Let the trees though. breathe, Shay. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna now, look over here. I want to see Masudo actually get the fantasy version of albuterol. Oh my god. <laughs> Good golly gosh, Batman. Okay, what was that, Shane? Because it seems you want some conversation about the trees. I'm going to nudge Haven and be like, look at him. They're all just... And I'm going to be like imitating the Groot kind of swaying yes. back and forth. Uh, And he very, very flatly says... I know I haven't been on the material plane for very long, but are they supposed to be making that noise? No, they're not. No. <laughs> no. So this is this is probably something we should maybe be worried about. Yeah, probably, but I'm we do not have sure some... what we could do about this, so we do have some time constraints. And we are just kind of going straight for the city, so 
Yeah. I'd personally rather not stop. I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm not saying that we should stop. I'm just saying those guys we, we helped said that there was some sort of tree monster in the area, so. Do you think maybe the tree monster is having trouble breathing? Well, I, I, I don't know anything about tree monsters. What? I don't know. My point was, is look out, I guess. Yeah, don't worry. We're all. Uh, I'm keeping watch. Like, why? Why did I even think this was a, a time for conversation? I'm going back to sleep. As he literally <laughs> just like re-situates himself. My gosh. Ugh. I feel like we let him down. I mean, did we? I don't know. I mean, all right, who's 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 up with me right now? Well, technically, Haven and Sensei were supposed to be getting rest, but then their, the tree started making noise, and Haven was like, what the fuck is that? I'm awake with you, Alexi. It's I'm technically awake. supposed to be, it's supposed to be, oh, let's say it's supposed to be Alexi, Letty, and... Uh, well, no, uh, Letty, Haven, and Sensei are supposed to be re resting right now. But very obviously, Tree started making weird noise, and he went, what the fuck? Okay. As one does. Yeah, no, as one does, you are 100% correct. As, uh, as you guys are hitting midday, you're, the tree line is beginning to thin as you're starting to see some of the, the inner farmland. And from this point, as you pass the, the edges of the tree line, you can see the, the, the buildings of Halimar in the distance. Uh, the, the rooftops are, uh, typically, most, most of Halimar is built, uh, with brick buildings, uh, and the, the rooftops seem to be dusted gold. Uh, if only, uh, if it's, though it's not, you know, from personal history, or from just, uh, just Lamastus's history that it's not real gold, it's just meant to reflect the light. Uh, as there are supposed, there are numerous plants and uh, shrines all over the city. Uh, as you can see, you can actually see the the three uh, tower points of the Trace Palace from from the approach. As you guys uh, come to the the, well, basically, I wouldn't say that there's an an entrance to the city. That as Halimar is not closed by gate as 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 uh, Alistus was but as you approach there are most certainly guards standing watch which unsurprising to you are both elves unsurprising to me that they're both elves based on what you've been hearing no no it all makes sense As we as we approach uh, as we approach and everything, I'm going to say, um, "Good evening, gentlemen. How how are y'all this fine evening?" As uh, they exchange looks, they're like, "What's your business in Halimar?" Mm. 
We are here. We are here on the behalf of the king to, uh, to have an audience with the lord and lady uh, of of the king of the of the town. Well, I mean that's a uh, weighty request. Not everyone gets to see uh, Lord Armiston or Lady Anathaway. They're quite busy these days. Who are you to make such a such a request? Well, I am Alexi Nephthys of the Nephthys family. And they they exchange a look, and you can definitely tell just with your passive insight that they definitely registered what you said with uh, a bit of surprise. They go, apologies, Lord Nephthys, we were uh, unaware that you were arriving. Um, do you need someone to to uh, store your carriage for you? We can have someone in town make accommodations. Yeah, yes, that would be great. Thank you very much. And uh, the the guard turns uh, turns around, and you you see him look uh, inward towards the town. And there there is another guard who seems to be uh, taking a, a moment. It looks like he's taking a break. He's 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 just sitting uh, sitting and eating. And he shouts to him, and he goes, "Orson!" As the the young guard stands up and goes, uh, "Yeah, yes, yes, sir." He's like, take these, uh, take these fine folk to Nura's lullaby and make sure they get set up with a room. He's like, and then he's like, and then I want, you know, I was like, make sure you stable, stable their horses and, uh, and stable their horses, uh, and I will be sending word to Lady Trace that some nobles have arrived requesting an audience. He goes, oh, uh, yeah, yes, sir. And uh, he waves. Uh, he waves at Alexa and goes, "If you would direct your cart this way, we'll we'll get you where you need to go." Thank you very much. So, uh, my and as as he's walking and and guiding you, uh, as you guys are stepping through the city, uh, the pathway that you're taking along the city, where they they direct the carts through, you can see some of the. Uh, uh, some of the more social areas of the city as uh, in the, the center of this crossing there is uh, uh, brick lined uh, walkways for the civilians and in the center is a large statue of uh, an elven woman there, uh, upon looking at the statue the statue is supposed to be somebody in particular? Uh, yeah. Uh, do me a history or a religion check. Uh, we will do religion. That will be an actual nat 20. Hot damn. So the statue is of uh, uh, a woman known as Adarastea. She's, uh, she's a a, she was uh, a saint of Corellin, which is the the god of elves. Hmm. She was known as the she was known as the wanderer saint as she uh, blessed uh, she blessed others on their their travels and making new discoveries. Though there is something odd about the statue, because the last time you you've been here once or twice, and the last time you were in uh, Halimar yourself, 
the uh where the the cracks sort of met at where her chest was there used to be a glowing gemstone and it seems that the light in the statue is dim uh there was uh which which was normally part of the story there there was some uh some debate uh, there's a lot of debate by scholars in the history about what type of elf Adarastea was whether or not she was a wood elf or a high elf, and no one could ever really agree on on, uh, where her origins came from. Okay. As uh, you are getting numerous looks from townspeople as you guys are traveling through, uh, you guys are... uh, being uh walk uh, as you're you're being guided the the guard keeps looking back at you and he goes um if you don't mind me asking where are you from well what do you mean where am i from well, i mean you're not from halmar obviously or are you from one of the other cities or are you from outside lamastus I mean, you're the way you're dressed. I think you're you're probably from here. I just I haven't seen any other nobles other than Lady Trace. No, I'm from the capital. Alistus, I've I've never been. It's a it's a lovely place. Yeah, I yeah, I wish we actually knew more about places outside of Halimar. And why haven't you, uh, and is there any reason why you haven't decided to uh, go visit other places other than Halimar? Well, I mean, traveling's kind of tough. Especially when you don't have any money. Understandable. And things have gotten a lot harder here, so most of us are just trying to keep everything all together. I've heard I've heard that the Lord has fallen ill. Is is the rumors of that being true? I I couldn't tell you. I mean it's like a small rumor at best, just nobody's seen him in a while. And so you you know how people get up in their own heads and they just come up with stories because of their board. Well, just in case, we did bring a we did bring a cler- uh, cleric with us just to make sure that we could help help him in his time of need. It just if he is sick. That's awfully nice of you. I mean, the uh, dragons from Kyrie's demons, and now wild magic. Haven't we gone through enough? That is true. Though I hear I hear people on the other side of the Vale sto- the Vale Forest got it worse. I've seen firsthand at that as well. Uh, where's everybody else? Uh, where's everybody else at? Uh, everyone else is still in the cart. Uh, okay. As you guys, uh, as the the pace of the guard slows down for a bit and. Uh, you guys are in front of uh, an inn, and like uh, on the sign of over it, it says Nora's Lullaby. 
Uh, let me at least spell. As uh, the the building itself uh, is the the front of it, despite the the gray brick that comprises the the sides of it, uh, the front of it seems to have been painted over a, a soft blue, and the the sign is lined with silver. As uh, the guard looks at you and goes, "You, um, I'll make the arrangements if you wanna." deal with and if I was like I'll I'll make the arrangements and then get your horse horses stabled. Uh this is the really the the only place in in town that you can stay if you're not an elf. I'm sorry, can could you repeat that good sir? It's the only place that's really still letting people who aren't elves stay here. Lady Trace has said that everyone, everyone with their own business, have a, have a right of refusal. So that is true. They do have the right of refusal. And with uh, everything she's been saying lately, uh, it's hard for people who don't have elven blood to get anything done in town. What's she been saying lately? You don't mind. About those without elven blood. He he does a, a bit of a... He does a, a nervous double take as he sort of swings and looks around for a bit. And goes, oh, I mean, it wouldn't be right for me to talk about it. You guys are outsiders. There's no need to worry, uh, worry about any of that. It is your, if it is your town's custom to, uh, the dealer, uh, to, to, uh, have y'all's own ways of serving, serving your, your kind, there's no, I have no problem with that. Well, I mean, I personally don't understand it, but sort of just become the way of things lately, I guess. As he, uh, are you guys getting out of the cart, Sunday? Yeah. Are you choosing now to wake up? Uh, as long as it's been enough time, yeah. Yeah, it should be. We'll allow it. All right. Yeah, we're gonna get out of the cart. As Just as you up. as you all get out of the cart, are you following him into the the inn? Uh yes, since he'll follow. As uh. Yeah. The the lobby of this inn is uh, relatively cozy. You you wouldn't have really thought it was an inn when you first stepped in. There's a there's a plush couches for people to sit on. Uh, sitting at the one of the the desk in the back is a a high elf. Uh, his uh, uh, his uh, dirty blonde hair is sort of just freely laying across his shoulders as he's got his feet kicked up on the desk. And he's reading a book. He sort of glances he glances at you guys as you step in and then goes back to his book and goes, Yes, how may I help you today? And the the guard speaks up and says, I have um some guests for you. Uh the uh this gentleman here at the front is uh 
is a lord from the capital who's going to be speaking with uh, Lady Trace. And as he says that, the the High Elf gives Alexia once over and then goes back to reading and goes, Will he now? Alright, that's that's interesting. And a uh, a woman, uh, short in stature, definitely shorter than than five feet, steps out of the back. Her she's heavily freckled skin, curly brown hair. As she pushes his feet off the desk, and goes, Rasmus, that's not nice. We have customers. And she is most certainly human. Well, that explains why they're still open to non-elven customers. That is true. Yes, we would like to get two rooms for uh, two rooms for tonight. And she looks over the group of you and goes, "Oh, um, just two. We we do have some extra rooms." Well, if that's the case, then let's make it three. Alrighty then, three. We also have a dinner service. Are you guys going to want that as well? Swan does not require sustenance. Yes, we'll take di- we'll take dinner, and if you have a breakfast service, that would be lovely as well. And uh, she smiles, and then she looks at the high elf who just rolls his eyes. As she's like, yes, we we will most certainly we we accommodate with meals. We that's why we're like that's part of the reason uh, why we are able to keep such customers. Um, and we uh, and she looks past you out the front window and goes, uh, "Place for your horses as well." And she turns to the high elf again and very swiftly kicks his chair and goes. She's like, all right, up, up, up. We have guests. Come on, let's go get to work. And uh, as she opens one of the the desk drawers and pulls out uh, uh, some keys and goes, all right, then the group of you can follow me. And she looks to the guard and she's like, thank you. And uh, the guard gives you uh, a nod as he heads for the door. All right. And if that's the case... As uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, no, you go ahead. As she takes you, as she starts walking down the hallway, she's like, "We're actually going to be taking the staircase at the far end of the hallway. Just follow me." Already. So I, I heard what that what that guard was saying. Uh, you guys are actually here to talk to Lady Trace. Yes, we're here to talk to. Yes, we're here to talk to Lady Trace if she's the one that's an active, active command uh, command of the of the of the city. Well, she, she likes to think that she is. What do you mean? I mean, she was never properly sworn in as lord, so she keeps saying that that uh, Lord Armiston says this, she he says that, but no one's actually spoken to him in a while. Well then, if Lord Armistead is not able to uh, uh, able to fulfill his duties as as everything's been going, 
I might have to swear, uh, swear her in myself then. And she actually stops in her tracks, two steps up the staircase, turns and looks at you, and you can see she pales a little and goes, I hope not, and then she turns and starts going back up the stairs. <laughs> and what, pray tell, why, why wouldn't she be, uh, would she not be a great, uh, great leader for this, uh, this city? Don't get me wrong, she's plenty smart. She's good with magic. Uh, she's just, um... And as uh, Rasmuth is following behind you guys, he actually continues where she hesitates and goes, A bitch. A stone-cold bitch. <laughs> and she turns and hisses, Rasmuth! He's like, "We, you could just be genuinely honest, honey. And uh, she continues, she's like, don't listen to him. She's just hard to get along with. Abrasive. Well, a leader that, won't, that is hard to get along with with, the, uh, with their kingdom, is she making the, uh, the right decisions for her, uh, for her people? Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, uh, she doesn't really accept criticism. And as she stops in front of uh, one of the rooms at, on the, the second floor and she's unlocking the doors, she goes, she just continues, let's just say that the decisions she's been making the past few weeks, I personally would not have made if I were in charge. And what decisions has she been making? Um, well, the current military state was said to be to protect us against wild magic, but it was put in place rather quickly and is most likely, and just my opinion, the response to the surplus of people who were getting ready to riot because none of them have seen Lord Armiston. Hmm. And then she's been overtaxing businesses that don't have elven owners. Um, she's been confiscating goods and resources. It's, it's just been a, a whole thing. I, I assume that, that she has a good reason, and uh, Rasmuth actually, like, snorts when she says it, that. And you're just like, and you'll have to forgive my husband as he continues to make fun of me for believing in the good in people. Well, that certainly will not will not do. If a if a lord is making horrible decisions for for people, I must I might have to step down in my uh, I might have to step down in my my duties to become the next advisor to the uh, the next royal family and teach and teach this lord how to be a proper lord. See, that would be that would be something. That would be better than what is currently going on. See, Rasmus, like things will turn out. And he very 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 plainly says, "I think she's staging a coup." A coup, you say? Yeah, if and uh his wife like uh makes a noise of objection again as, as she goes, why would Lady Anathalie 
stage a coup against her brother. They've, they've always famously gotten along. I mean, they weren't always nice to, like, humans, but still. Getting along with the Lord and being the Lord yourself are two different things. That is true. So well, well, if we, she we, likes we, her brother, she might like his title more. But we will certainly get to the bottom of this tomorrow. And uh, as she's finished unlocking the room, she's like, here you go. Um, you can all make yourselves comfortable. Uh, I will actually be have dinner ready in about... I don't know it'll be a late dinner, but give me 30 minutes. That would be great. Thank you. And it's no problem. If you need anything, whether it's places where there it's where the the places to see in the city or directions or information just ask one of us preferably me because very obviously my husband is not a people person <laughs> oh i'm sorry i so rude of me my name's nora i'm actually what the what the inn is named after like i said don't don't let his prickly demeanor fool you he's very romantic <laughs> well thank you miss nora my name is alexi nephis and i'll I'm glad to be staying at Charles Inn. I hope you guys rest up and uh, let me know uh, if there's any trouble with the food after we, we get it delivered. And she heads out, uh, her husband following her downstairs. Oh. Uh, so, how do we want to do the room situation? Haven, Hagen? Uh, Sensei, Letty, and me and uh, Misiru? I have a yeah, question. Yeah, sounds first. good to me. Well, yeah, not, not, not sound really ignorant. <sighs> but what's in a coup? A coup, C O U P, is when someone is uh, attempting to overthrow a leader and/or government. You were saying that in character, correct? Yes, I was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so I was like, and my answer is from Haven. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> I said it was a dry enough tone. It counts. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because I didn't know what you were talking about. And uh, Haven con continues. He's like, yeah, like I, I see it try to happen in, in, the, uh, in the, the hells like all the time. Like how do how do you think Zariel got in charge? Mm. Though to be fair, her staying in charge is kind of its own crisis. Play Queen's uh, what was the play Queen's name again? Phyla. Phyla. Oh, Phyla. Phyla. Yep. Phyla. <laughs> like the file. Okay. Uh... So do you guys want to just convene in, in one room until we have to hit the hay or what? Yeah. Because we need to have some plans for this because there's multiple things. I ha uh, There's multiple scenarios that are running through my head right now. 
Uh, each so of these cool. rooms are rather nice when you step in. There's a little sitting area in the center, and then uh, there are two alcoves, one, one uh, uh, a bed in each alcove that basically there's a little sliding screen that will that you could pull over for privacy. Uh. As uh, Haven immediately just slumps on, on, on the couch and he goes, Huh, this place is actually nice. So, Haven. Yes? I have, I have a question. With your ability to, uh, with your, with your spell to disguise yourself, would you be able to just auto, would you be would someone be able to uh, would Phyla be able to automatically see you for who you really are? Mm, she's gonna know. My present appearance is simply just a humanized version of my demonic form. Would you be able to see Phyla as well? Oh yeah, easy. Like I hate that bitch. Though, she's probably not going to make it easy. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it at all. But if we are dealing with if we are dealing with her as well, either a, Phyla may have taken the place of the lady herself. Or B, she's working along with her. You want my honest opinion? Yes. Mm, she's a little too lazy to swap out herself. Though I'll admit this uh, power grab is pretty new for her. And so do you have any re remarks on the situation? This one believes that the proper way of going about things is still valid to our original plan. The information that we've gained from the citizenry so far has only solidified the urgency that we take action. Though the presence of a demonic nature with this plague queen um, we should most assuredly neutralize that threat. It poses a real and grave danger to the uh, people of this land. In facing this plague queen, Haven, with your familiarity with her, does she have any specific weaknesses that it might help us to know of? Hmm. To be honest, she's her own worst enemy. She, so? she comes up with clever plans, but she's usually more like to sabotage herself by getting paranoid about her allies, or or she gets lazy and she half-asses half the plan. Most, so most of the other... is her, some form of population might... Um due to further along that process. 
we've been here as long as she as as long as we think then she might have her ass covered but if historically she's prone to paranoia and then to make mistakes because of it that's something that we could use to our advantage And uh, Letty speaks up and goes, that actually sounds kind of familiar. Isn't that the same thing as that story from Kairis, the, the one about Tiamat? Um. It said that, well, I mean, it, it was just like a passing thing that I read, but apparently Tiamat is also paranoid and sabotages her own well-thought-out plans. I mean, okay. I live. I live in Adrenas. The amount of the amount of books I've read from Caris is like three. I need to brush up my Tiamat lore. Uh, out of character, I like don't know. A hundred percent. That that is ten, Tiamat. Ten out of ten. Tiamat. Yeah. And Tiamat is a uh, a very jealous dragon god. It's the counterpart to Bahamut. Um, they butt heads. Uh, she basically leads the uh, prismatic, while Bahamut leads the more metallic colored uh, dragon. Yeah, I, I know that part. I didn't know anything about Tiamat being paranoid. Well, I mean, she... roll me like religion or history, and I will <laughs> I will give Masuru the deets. Oh, okay. Sensei could just roll it out. <laughs> I'm hearing like weird Fall Fantasy things right now, and I don't know how to feel about uh, it. I got. Am I going? <laughs> wait, am I going with religion or history? Pick one. Okay. Well, either way, because they have the same bonuses. Um, I got a 17. Yeah. It's okay. So at least with that, uh, just just for the the sake of lore and character knowledge. Uh, Tiamat, yeah, like, that's, that's what she was famous for. She would, like, she would come up with, uh, insanely intelligent, like, plans, but then over the course of enacting these plans and getting her followers to do shit, she would get paranoid and jealous, and so she would end up, she's, she, she sabotaged herself more than Bahamut did. Oh, okay, cool, thank you. Yeah. Oh, and back in the character, yes, lady, uh, from what I remember of the tell, that is a very accurate um, comparison to draw. So are we just hoping that we, once we find out more about what she's up to, that we'll be able to trick her into destroying her own plan? Because I don't really think that that's a good idea to put all of our hopes on. Well, it's not necessarily the plan that all of our hopes are on, it's just something I'm saying could be used as a tactic. Sensei will leave that tactic to you. Sensei believes that the way to deal with this demonic threat is at the end of Sensei's hammer. Also a valid option, Sensei. That may not be as easy as you're thinking there. I have thought that it will prove to be a challenge, but this one is ready and willing to meet that challenge head on. Uh, I'm just... And Haven uh, gets up and goes, I'm actually just gonna 
head on to bed. Not really looking forward to facing other de- other devils, you know? Understandable. It definitely might be the biggest challenge you've journey began. Well, no, it's not anything like that. It's mostly... You know what? Never mind. Uh, Masuru's just gonna do the, like, head tilt thing. Like, obviously showing curiosity, but not gonna push the issue. Since we are in what could possibly prove to be hostile territory, uh, and that this one just finished its rest cycle, uh, this one will go ahead and provide watch. And Letty smiles and goes, yes, and I am finally able to get back to my normal sleep cycle, so I will also be awake. It is much appreciated, both of you. And since both of y'all will be awake together, why don't y'all go over those etiquette classes? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Letty. Is it the forks? It's most certainly the forks. Why are there so many? And then you add on three-pronged versus four-pronged. Oh, yes, and that actually makes a lot of, a lot of sense, too. Since, we'll, uh, since we will be having dinner soon in a, a few minutes, we can go over your, uh, your, uh, your eating ha- habits and, and etiquette during dinner tonight. I think I would rather fight the devil crows. <laughs> Letty, it won't be that bad. How do you know? Because, Letty, you have to do, you, you only have to do this for a short period of time. Unlike me, who had to do it uh, through most of his life. <laughs> but, Alexi, the, these are good skills to learn. Once they are learned, they can be implemented at any time, save uh, you forgetting about them later on. That may be true. And Haven's just like, I'm just going to go now. You guys have fun with your eating lessons. You don't want to join in for dinner? Oh, I do have one more question. Uh, one more question to ask about Phyla, uh, Haven. Oh, yeah? During y'all's time in the other realm together, how, how much do you know about her? How much, uh, how much more do you know about her? He visibly twitches when you say that and goes, Oh, more than I'd like. Why? No reason. Uh, well, I was hoping that we, um, learning a little bit more about her, we could probably pick her out from a crowd if she is somewhere close by. And he frowns and goes, Okay, well... If it makes you feel any better, I'll toss up my aura when we're in the palace, and then that way you'll know her if you see her. Hmm. That would definitely be helpful. And it's like, and as for dinner, I'm not really hungry right now. Fair enough. Sweet James. Night. As he leaves the room and heads over to his room. And as he's, uh, as you see the door close behind him, uh, suddenly, uh, the 
you see the uh, a cart roll into view as uh, Nora is pushing it, and she's like, "Oh, uh, I hope I'm not too late." You're, oh, it's fine, Nora. You're you just on time. As she pushes the cart in, and uh, she's like, "This is we have uh, roast beef, uh, some potatoes, a wonderful collection of greens." Uh, I apologize. Uh, we're a little a little short on the 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 meats recently, so uh, we mostly just have normal beef. And as she uh, ducks under the in the cart, and she goes, "I also have a bottle of a bottle of cider, so you guys can have a warm drink to relax for the evening." Now, is there anything else you all needed, or? I think that does us just fine. Thank you so much, Nora. And you all have a wonderful night as she steps out and shuts the door behind her. And you guys uh, get ready to, to wind down and enjoy some good food and torment Letty for for the evening. <laughs> as uh, It's really not that hard to learn the forks. Yeah, I know. She's just belligerent. <laughs> Sensei, will you do the honors? Uh, what? Teaching Letty etiquette, which which I uh, assume... I, I, thought we were, I thought we were doing that on a montage. I, I... It is, it's no, gonna we'll, be... We'll, we'll, do it, we'll do it on a montage, we'll do it. I was gonna say, we really are montaging it, we are, we are not... I, I can take this seriously. No! That's right, the end of the episode! Are you gonna give me my vampire explanation, like, thoroughly? Like, we're going to do a whole sit-down on top of this? Combined etiquette and vampire lesson. <laughs> no, it, it was just the joke of how it was going to be, like, a long thing, so. Team bonding exercise. We all stay up late and teach each other things. Sweet. I thought, I thought we already did the vampire oh. thing in the wagon, though. Yeah, you... We did, but it was just, like, a... We're not going to talk about. It. We're just going to skip past it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Sweet cool. Kevin Conroy Batman, let me close the session, please. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do this to me? Any- anyway, uh, as you guys are winding down for the evening, and it's uh, this is where we are going to stop the session for tonight. Uh, and, uh, then we will, when we pick back up, you guys will, I assume, be heading off to the palace. Yes. Most likely. Alrighty then, thank you everyone so much for joining us in this weird experience of an episode. Uh, we are so, we are so glad to have it once again. Happy Pride Month, and everybody make sure you stay safe and stay hydrated. If you take any prescription medications, make sure that you've taken them. And if it's your birthday, happy birthday. And to be continued in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.